And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales The Bull Nonsense Podcast, uh, all friends, all senseless members, the whole community, welcome in, welcome here, welcome back, I don't know, just whatever. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Whatever applies to you, whether it's the first time, whether this is the at least the 129th time, or, or like, I don't know, maybe you skipped a bunch. And you're like, nah, not for me. And then you're like, I'll give him one more try. And this is yeah. it. Good on you for trying again. And we're going to do our best to hook you this time. It's going to be a great episode 129. The red light is on. Red light means stop thinking. Get a little senseless with us. Turn it down. Like, what number would you say that they should turn it to? It's not zero. It's not 11. So... I have a question about this because this was on. I had a question when I was listening to 128. Okay. And you said turn down the meter. Where yeah. I think, are you meaning to turn up the senselessness? Like you're turning up the meter, or are you? Why, why do? You, why are you turning down the meter? So it's like you're. I guess I've never explained this before. Great work here. Yeah, I was confused. For me, it's for me, it's like every day work. You know, you got work and you got. There's just life in general. Bills you're thinking about. And so your brain is running at like a certain level. And for yeah. me, it's always like the amp, you know. It's got, got the numbers, it. 1 to 10. Yeah. For me, yep. you know, you're trying to run your brain at like an 8 or a 9 almost every day. Trying and to now be the you're best shutting you. it up. This is just you, you turning it down. To me, it's like a 4. Gotcha. So you become senseless. Yes, yeah, so you're becoming senseless. You're throwing it into cruise control, oh. so that your brain is like, "This is the relaxation. This is the the fun that I needed." Exactly. To start my weekend. And that case in point, right there, I was too, I was too, I was still in work mode. I was trying to, I was trying to ask questions and stuff like Evaluate. that. Evaluate. Accept it. Exactly. I just, I need to sit back. You know, if I was listening to us, I would just put my headphones on, kick my feet up, and enjoy this podcast. I'd suggest probably a three or a four. You still want to be able to yeah. breathe. You still want to be able to go to the bathroom if necessary. Absolutely. We don't We don't want anybody having accidents. Nope. If you're driving, 
Maybe kick it up to a four and a half, maybe even a five. Heavily suggest do not drive while listening to this podcast. No heavy machinery. <laughs> no heavy machinery during this podcast, especially if you're going to turn it down to the recommended amount. For us, this is like a service. We're up at like a seven. We're up yeah. at like a seven. We're keeping it a little bit higher because we got to get no through this. We got to do the right thing for the senseless. But Agreed. for you, it should be a little bit lower. With that being said, this is 10-1-2020. That is October 1st of the year 2020. We're into October. Another month down in the year 2020. Uh, it's one, and that's a Thursday, by the way. Thursday. Um, wanted to get after it. And we are recording during Thursday Night Football. It's the Jets. It's the Broncos. We'll talk about that when we get to one thing in the winter. Just it being said, we didn't feel like it would be... The worst thing in the world to miss a tiny bit of Thursday Night Football this week. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. We'll just leave it there. And we'll move on. By telling you new people who we are and reminding you people who have been there who you're listening to. And that is myself at Walt's Disney, the happiest host on earth. Just, just full of joy to be here every week. I'm freaking I'm going to drink a green tea all goddamn day. And we thank you for joining us as well. And I am joined by a man who has is just on a streak. Just just consistent at this point. Might have to even give him, get him a new nickname. He's at Still Smooth. Call me sir, goddammit. Hey, Still Smooth was PTO now. My name is Mr. Shows Up for Work. This is three days. Wow. This is three weeks in a row. PTO and definitely rolls incredible. off the tongue a little bit better, but yeah. <laughs> but Mr. Shows Up for Work is going to get that promotion. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, but for the senseless, I am PTO, and I do this every week. I bring you on this date. <clears throat> so October first, back in nineteen sixty-three. Mark, Big Mac McGuire was born in Pomona, California. So happy birthday, good Anya, as Walsh Disney would say. Happy birthday to Mark McGuire. He turns 57 today. Uh, wanted to – I have a couple things to say, um, as I'm sure you do too, but I wanted to read off his accolades. Um, uh, impressive accolade list, um, starting with 12-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, AL Rookie of the Year, Gold Glove winner, I believe in 1990, five-time home run leader, Asterix, Hall of Fame, Athletics Hall of Fame, and then Cardinals Hall of Fame. Pretty cool. One other note, <clears throat> I'm, guess, I'm guessing you guys can figure out that I probably got this information from Wikipedia, but uh, I always think it's funny. You know, you think of, I think of Mark McGuire, I think of the Cardinals, maybe second, secondary, I might even think of the Athletics, um, but his... I don't know who updates the pictures on Wikipedia, but there are just always some questionable pictures. Just Mark McGuire's picture right now is as a he's he's a coach for the San Diego Padres back in 2017, I believe. He's a hitting coach, and he's just there in his sunglasses and hat and uh, you know pullover jacket or whatnot. But I'm like, nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares. They went, That's not what he's known for. Yeah, they they made the wrong choice of like, 
keep it up to date rather yeah. than okay. the relevancy. <clears throat> so, and that's what I'm at. That's what I'd like to ask you is, is Wikipedia, do they just try and update with most recent pictures? Is not whatever was, it's not, they, they're focusing on recency rather than like what whoever is known for, right? I think if you do something generally, so I, I don't think it's going to be like, so since he went into coaching, which is kind of a big deal, he would like, yeah. it would, they would update that. But if he just oh. went, if he just went and was like out at a steakhouse and TMZ took no ads, took that, took his picture. I don't think they'd update it to that. That's dude. It was spooky. It was spooky. What you were just saying when you were saying if he was out at a, in my mind, I was just joking around. In my mind, I said steakhouse. And then you said steakhouse. <laughs> that, was weird. that was weird. He just seems like a steakhouse kind of guy. Big porterhouse guy. Big, yeah, big time. <laughs> uh, there um, is an accolade I feel is missing from this, though. And this is a callback to a couple episodes mm. ago. The accolade, uh, drug cheat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, if the cyclist can get it. Yeah, right. He can't get it, right? And there, so he's in the Athletics Hall of Fame and the Cardinals Hall of Fame. Is that like, it, why? Why is he getting inducted in those, but obviously not the MLB Hall of Fame? You know, like why? Why? Who? Why are those organizations choosing to put them in the, him in there? I don't. I I don't think it's as big of a deal to be in like organizations. So they're going to do it more for like what he brought them. Cause like he brought them a lot of recognition, you know, like in, in the yeah. time. And so they don't, I don't think they take into account as much of like the overarching, you know, stuff. Sure. The bigger, the bigger narrative around it. I don't think they take that into account. The facts. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I can I can see the athletics putting him in. You know, he was a stud when he was young, and yeah. he's obviously a, a good baseball player regardless of the steroids. But I, I just, I don't know, I just, that Cardinals Hall of Fame is just weird to me. Yeah. No, no, weird for me too, but, you know, whatever. Guess cheaters prosper in this one. Cheaters prosper. But not, but not in the big Hall of Fame. Keep yeah. him out of there. He, Barry, and, and Clemens, no thanks, bud. No thanks. And Sosa? A little different to me, but yeah, I can, I'm, I'm fine. It's just a little different. Yeah. To me, it's it's in a different category, but still Cheat, fine with him not B. being in. Still fine with him not being in. Um, okay. With that being said, uh, Smoo and I, we actually, neither of us have random thoughts, so we're going to skip that for the week. Move it along. You know, we have a lot to talk about once we get into the one thing in a winter, especially. But we start off with trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy! Gonna make that your final answer? I think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Last week's trivia question uh, went a little something like this. Which two NFL teams played in the highest combined scoring Monday night football game. Uh, so, I'm mean, fairly fairly straight up question there, and it actually the answer is is not that uh, long ago. It was the Rams 
in the Chiefs, which our listener Jamie Stevenson, Stevenson, all right, I like to like to spice his name up a little bit. Um, but I, then I was like, you might not appreciate that. So, yeah. so I went with the normal one. Uh, but our listener Jamie, he's full on senseless member. Uh, he got that right. It's the uh, the Rams and the Chiefs. It was back on November nineteenth, twenty eighteen, just a couple of seasons ago, where they scored a combined a hundred and five points. Do you remember watching this? Yeah, I do. I do too. It was freaking awesome. Yeah, I remember this being like the the like the culmination to me in my mind as the change in defense because everybody kept saying like, oh, defenses <laughs> can't be defenses anymore. <clears throat> And I, and I was like, you just have to think about it differently. And I think I wrote a piece on it that was like, defenses have just changed. They just have to be situational. So they might not be dominating the whole game, but they have to dominate in certain spots. And I think that game showed a bunch of them. Because in that game, there was like three defensive touchdowns too. That's why it was so hot. Mm, it was just, okay. Just different. Walsh Disney dropping some some knowledge bombs on this uh, senseless. Didn't know that was coming during trivia, but hey, no, if it presents uh-huh. itself, let's go. Wet How those about, pipes real quick. What's up? Wet those pipes real quick. Yeah, yeah. Takes a lot. I went. I want water. You went chapstick. Yeah. Now let's go. To this week's question. <laughs> <laughs> this week's question reads like this. Great, great trivia question, by the way, Walsh. I've, I've already read it. Uh, since 2000, four players have consecutive NBA Finals MVPs. Three of these players won it twice in a row, and the other won it three times. Who is the player that won it three times? So there's a lot in this question, so I'm going to read it one more time slowly. Since 2004, excuse me, I already messed it up. Since 2000. Four players have consecutive NBA Finals MVPs. Three of these players won it twice in a row. The other won it three times. Who is the player that won it three times? You can find this answer on episode 130 next week on the Bold Nonsense Podcast. But for now, we head to the news! I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Starting in the NFL and starting with uh, just a crazy story, at least it was to me, uh, when I got the alert for this. The story is, for those who haven't heard, Joe Montana is just chilling at his house with his wife and their granddaughter, who's nine months old, right? Yep. You heard this story. Yep. Lady comes in. Goes into the baby's room, takes the baby, and then tries to walk out. And and Joe is sent like, what? What's happening here? Stops her. Wife helps him. Stops the lady. Gets the kid back. Don't know exactly how that happened. 
Because that's kind of a scary situation. What if she flips? What if she goes goes mental more than trying to walk into someone's home and take the baby out? What if it gets aggressive and she's already got the kid? Now you got to be like, whoa, okay. You have sharp objects. You have needles. Yeah. You don't know if she's stable. You don't know what's going on. All Joan knows is it's flipped to switch time. Yeah. I played quarterback, but I'll go linebacker right now. <laughs> that's I think, crazy, uh, man. No, that's nuts. I think – so I, I've heard a, a couple different renditions of this story. The main facts are there. Woman comes in, takes the baby. She gets stopped. I don't know how much was Joe, how much was the wife, but I know that the wife had a huge part in talking the lady down. And I don't know what's that like. But what do you even try and say to someone who has your grandchild in their arms ready to – ready just to kidnap them you know what 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 do you say to them just to try and reason with them i don't it it would have to it would have to depend like it's so situational does the what is it like does the lady think the kid is hers she confused Mm. about the house is she nuts is she on something like i don't know it's just there's so much that i feel like would change that answer you know Mm mm-hmm but I, uh, definitely a couple heroes in that house. Oh, for sure. And, and, and Joe, the Montana's, I don't know the wife or the fam or Joe. I don't know anybody, <laughs> but, uh, Joe Montana just seems like one of those guys where no nonsense, old school, like this is my family yeah. and I'm sure his wife's the same way. So cool. Um, great, really cool story. I mean, it's obviously scary. Very. Um, I got I have two follow-up questions, though, for you, Walsh. One serious and one kind of out there. Okay. Serious question. How, how does this happen? They, she walks through the front door, and I want to ask you because I'm, I'm the exact opposite. I'm locked the front door, lock the doors whenever I'm inside. Whenever I leave the house, even if I'm going two blocks down the street, lock the front door. If I'm inside, I walk in the door, shut the door behind me, lock the door. I'm locked door guy. Even in the, in the car – Shut the door, lock lock all the doors. I never have the doors unlocked. Are you that way? No. <laughs> you're, really? I mean, you're talking to the guy. I didn't lock my car until I got to college. That's that's true. You're, you're the exact opposite. I just left the car <laughs> unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I mean, there was nothing in there. It was, a, it was an old beater. So it was like, you want it? I mean, what do you... You want the $25 stereo? Like, all right... <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. It wasn't. I don't know. There just wasn't much. So I never did that. And uh, yeah, just generally, when you, like when you walk in the house, are you locking the door? No. Really? No. My whole family is a is an unlocked door family. Obviously, at night, like yeah, it's sure. locked. And but the thing is, we've always had dogs. So oh, okay, there's the difference. It's always yeah. had dogs. People are are generally home or around. Um, yeah, I, it wouldn't be a good idea for anyone to come in the house. That's true. <laughs> just, You're I'll getting just le- greeted. I'll just leave it there. Um, yeah. yeah, but, but yeah, I can see that. I don't know. So maybe you probably can't av- envision like this scenario happening. I can't envision this scenario happening either just with the craziness of it. And, but in terms of like the door, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I, There's I, possibility. Just, I, I just don't see it, you know, happening. Uh, 
feel really bad for the person who tries it. <laughs> yeah, well put. Yeah. Um, second, I'm guessing this lady who is the thief, the kidnapper, was in some sort of trouble, probably looking for some money. Fast forward, if she does get a hold and successfully kidnaps Joe Montana's nephew, what is she charging to for Joe's family to get the nephew back? Is that ten grand? What what's a standard kidnapping fee? But this isn't a standard kidnapping. This is a celebrity kidnapping. So I don't know. <laughs> t- Throw t- a number out there. Ten thousand. Ten five. I I don't know. I don't know what kids go for. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't the, I haven't done the proper research. Yeah, I don't do a lot of research. <laughs> yeah. I I would say like ten, I guess, would be a, somewhere to start if you're some yeah. crazy lady who wants to ransom the kid. I guess I don't know. I, I think just, that <clears throat> it's up. Yeah, I I think ten's probably the right number. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good starting spot. Maybe you can go up. I don't know. It just yeah, depends negotiations. On the, it depends on all the factors. Yeah. I don't know. Do, yeah. Do, yeah, I don't know. Without getting too far into it, I, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I just want to talk. How good that. my how good is my hiding spot? How do I feel about exactly. about the the police around that that area? Exactly. How how does she want to deal with a nine month old or seven month old for? More than a week, screaming and having to feed it and crap. I don't. I don't think so. That's true. That's true. So maybe the price goes down if if Joe Montana calls the bluff and says, yeah. "No, nah, you can you can hold it for a little bit." Did I and do the like, pro- okay. Did I do the proper legwork or the the research to see what Joe's financials are like right now? Okay. Maybe okay. he's done some investing. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. Who knows? It's hit or miss. You never. You never know. These yeah. are all the things you got to think about when you get to the, into the mind of a deplorable. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the fastest ever to quarterback, obviously, to 10,000 yards passing. Uh, wow. By calculations, he did it in about 34 games, which is roughly 285 yards a game for 34 games. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I no, mean, granted, the, the, the times and the passing, blah, 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 but even so, it's pretty remarkable. He just has his way. I mean, he, you saw it You saw it on Monday night against Baltimore. I mean, yeah. he, there were just receivers wide open, 40 yards, 30 yards. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? So, guy's, guy's got a cannon and he uses it, man. Yep. Okay, but yeah, congrats, congratulations or as I would say, good on him. Um... How about tight Titan Steelers? Let's just talk about it. Titan Titans Steelers game postponed until later this year, uh, due to COVID popping up in the locker room of the Titans. <sighs> okay, so it's happened. That's fine. It happened in baseball. Every thought everybody thought the world was ending in baseball, uh, and it sure on surely did not. And I don't think it is in football. Either this will be fine. They'll get it. They'll get it over with. Um, they're being very cautious right now. It's the first time it's happened. Hopefully, it's the last time it's going to happen. If not, I think what they're doing is it's trying to set them up right now for it being handled even better the next time. Correct. So it's the first time they'll figure it out. The NFL doesn't screw stuff like this up. If they need to, they'll just bring in 
five more guys until the Titans to deal with it. What kind of sucks, though, as I was thinking, is like, this might be both teams' bye weeks. Like, so they might just say, this is your bye week, and then we'll fix the schedule through there, oh. So, but you end up playing the rest of the weeks to fill in. And now, like, the Steelers find out on Wednesday after practicing all week that, oh, hey, this is your bye week. It's, uh, you know, what is whatever, basically Wednesday or Thursday to Monday, I guess. Or Tuesday, probably. You'd probably give them Monday off. But that's just like, that's shitty, man. You're basically yeah. you losing that bye week where you get to, help, get to get healthy. And a lot of teams use it for what they call self-scouting. is looking at themselves. What are we doing poorly? What are we doing well? That kind of thing. And they're lo- they're basically losing that. And then you think about a lot of I know a lot of players like set up stuff with their families on those di- on those weeks, things to do, you know, so like not huge things but small things to go do because this is the week you're gonna have and you're not gonna see your family much after that. And they don't get to do those kinds of things. So yeah, interesting how that will affect both teams. Okay, uh, how about um, the league? After this, after COVID hits a couple teams, the league then threatens suspensions and taking draft picks over these COVID protocols. Um, they're getting serious about it. They're like, this is big. Draft but, uh, picks, taking draft picks, that is, that is not a small deal to teams. Did you hear about the, the Raiders story? <clears throat> I did hear about the Raiders story. I didn't put it on yet. I didn't think it was that huge of a deal. Uh, yeah, it's dumb, but I think I, like I think we talked a couple weeks ago or last week about the PR of it all and like just look mm. and like stuff like that. I think it was mostly a PR story where they were like making us look bad. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I don't know how you felt about it. That like, for me, it was like, an, all right, yeah, you get them. But I mean. You tell them to put that, it on, but it's not that huge. It shouldn't be national news. Yeah. That being my team, it, just, it was just, I was in the shower listening to the story, and I was just like, oh, man, are you kidding me? I heard this little snippet of, so they're at this uh, charity auction, right, and no, in this huge ballroom packed, no one's wearing <clears throat> face masks. Derek Carr at one point is on stage, signs an autographed football, and then throws it to a person in the in the ballroom. Um, you know who who had won the football or whatnot, and just like it's just a terror, and he's not wearing a mask, like it's yeah. just a terrible look. Like, yeah, you gotta be you, when press is there. When someone has a camera, and everyone has a camera these days because we have cell phones, probably think of think a little bit more about it. Yeah, but yeah, all right, I, yeah, I can see both sides, but yeah. Um, if you want draft picks, huh? Put a mask on. If you want draft picks, put a put a mask on. Yeah. Yeah, now, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the NFL's to- told you this is like their third warning. So if you get if you if you get caught now, you're done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last story in the NFL: the NFLPA has put out kind of a, an ask to the NFL. They want all grass fields. Every field in the NFL, they want to be all grass. This is actually something we've heard a lot about um, from players especially 
they want grass fields, and their thinking is that grass gives, turf does not, and that in in turn will save a lot of injuries. Um, it's a little less forgiving at times in terms of like hitting into it, but um, in terms of like tendon stuff, ligament stuff, where that where that's what players are more concerned about. Um, that that's that, like the old Jerry Rice line was, "Hit me high, don't hit me low." I can recover from a concussion, be back in next week. Back then, I can't, I can't do a knee could ruin my career. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's they're very concerned about that. All grass fields they feel would help with that. That'll be interesting to see what the NFL does there. Um, after now we're kind of like we're way past the push for like everything is artificial like we need <laughs> we need turf you know we're kind of past that boom mm. all right to the NBA Doc Rivers kind of a surprise speedy little signing here Doc Rivers out with the Clippers he was fired there becomes the 76ers new head coach on a five year deal. They chose Doc Rivers over Ty Lue and Mike D'Antoni. First off, first question here. Would you choose Doc Rivers over Ty Lue or Mike D'Antoni? Specifically for this hire, no. And I'll tell you why after you you share your thoughts. I kind of like it. I think he's proven really? I think he's proven as an organization builder. He might not be able to take that organization over the top unless it's crazy special like the Celtics were. Um I don't think it's the 76ers, but I think he can he can build it. Honestly, he what he reminds me of is Ron Rivera with the with the mm. WFT. It yeah. seems like he can he can build it, get him going somewhere, get him some mojo, and then yes, somebody might have to they might have to make a good hire after that to get him over the hurdle. But uh, almost said Rivera, Doc <laughs> Rivers can get them to that hurdle. To that last hurdle. Fair enough. And I like your points. The only thing why I said no. Is for this job. So. Doc Rivers. is a I, He's a great coach. <clears throat> Plain and simple. But I see him. Why he won a title with the Celtics. Was. It was the perfect fit. He had Kevin Garnett. He had Paul Pierce. He had Ray Allen, three veterans, and he is a veteran. He He's a coach that demands respect in the locker room. He can speak well. He can move rooms. Um, but and, and people are drawn to have to respect him. But what I think the 76ers need is some sort of innovation. Doc Rivers is not an innovative quarterback, quarterback head coach, and what they need to figure out is – the question that has been surrounding the 76ers for multiple years, how the hell do you get Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons to function together? So you have this talent, right? And now you have to figure out how these pieces mesh together. Doc Rivers' uh, strong points, strong suits, I believe are that that don't, don't quite fill what the 76ers – need at the moment that that's just what that's what i'm concerned about i see you yeah i get it all right well we'll see we'll see how it go i i I think 
I think they probably just wanted to get them going in the like in line with those two, mm-hmm. and hopefully they think Doc can do that. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, this <laughs> speaking of coaches, I don't think are gonna work. We don't think are gonna work. I don't know about you, but after <laughs> I read this story, I right, Steve Nash has no chance. <laughs> yeah, he went the Nets. So the yeah, it, it was on Kevin. Durant's podcast, Kyrie was on it, they were talking, and they both said, I think it was started by Kyrie, and then they both kind of agreed, and said the coaching was going to be a quote-unquote collaborative effort. And then I'm going to read you a couple of these quotes, just because when I read them, I was like, oh, this is not going to work. <laughs> Kyrie, okay, here, I'm just going to read it. Quote, I don't really see us having a head coach, Irving said on Durant's new podcast, uh, the etc. or whatever. Um, Katie could be a head coach. I could be a head coach some days. Durant followed up by agreeing with Irving, calling it a collaborative effort, quote-unquote, and naming assistant and former interim head coach Jacques Vaughn as someone who could fill the role any given day. So basically what they've said is, I don't see this guy as a head coach. He's not an authority or figure. He's just basically one of us who's going to try and tell us uh, what to do and give us the, the tactical edge. So if that doesn't work immediately, boom, all, every, all his worth is now gone. And they also said that he could be replaced super easily by a guy who's already there further undercutting any authority that this guy has. They're not going to listen to him at all. They're just doing what they want to do. This is going to be an absolute tire fire. Their heads are so freaking big. Yeah, it's And they unbelie- haven't done nothing yet. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Unbelievable, to be honest. Like, where they think they are. They both think they're LeBron. It's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. But the reason they're not is because LeBron would never say this. No. LeBron gets it. They have, They just don't get it. There needs to be order no matter where you're at. They already... You play for? Like, they already... I don't think they get that they undercut him. I think they think they were, they're raising him up by saying this stuff. Because they don't get it. They don't get coaching. They don't get proper culture. Because they've never been in one. They've always been bowed to. And and you hit the nail on the head. That was perfect. They the problem is they don't think that they undercut him. You yeah. know, they they're so far gone, you yeah. know, their heads are so big that they don't yeah. even know what they're doing. Yeah. You know. And that's how not to go too far down the rabbit hole, but that's how Kyrie can almost get insufferable sometimes and and tear locker rooms apart. It's just like Maybe he doesn't even know what he's doing, but it's just like, dude, you're. Ah, uh, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna stop because I could just go a lot on that topic. Oh, so could I. I'm with you. Yeah. Like yeah. once you get into the, yeah, where they think, uh, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna follow your lead. We'll just stop because it'll be the Moving whole podcast. <laughs> it'll be the whole podcast. But yeah, but our, what are your percentage that this works with Steve Nash? What what do we say? to quote unquote work? Do they have to make the finals? Do they have to make the 
conference finals. Yeah. I think they... I, I, I think they have say, a shot. They got to win one conference finals at least. Oh, I, I don't give them a shot at that. I think the Raptors are there for a while. Okay. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think they could. They could. They have a good team and they have a good supporting cast. I think chemistry is their problem. I I would give them. They should. They. I would hope to God that they could make a a conference finals. I don't know if they'll come out of the East, but I don't know. Okay, getting to the conference finals, I would say they have a, after reading this, it's like a 30%, 35% chance of getting to a conference finals, not winning it, just getting there. Yeah. Because you said it, it's like their chemistry is their problem, and their organizational structure is their problem, and this tells you why. Because they don't want one, they don't think they need one. But every team need needs one. It's been proven. This is where I think the Doc Rivers would slide in as a good coach. I don't know if any coach could succeed there just because these two don't want one. You know what I mean? I think they would feel yeah. like feel like they would feel like Doc is bullying them into being something they don't want to be, and they would rebel. I think this situation absolutely requires a really futile and stupid gesture be done on somebody's part. We're just the guys to do it. Let's move on to a little bit of baseball. This is kind of interesting. Baseball will allow fans at the NLCS and the World Series in Texas. So that's why it's not the ALCS because the NLCS is being played at the same place the World Series is. It's in Texas. Uh-oh. It'll be 11,500 tickets will be available. Um, so we Do you have any fans. idea what that holds? It's a new stadium, so no, I haven't seen the new stadium in Texas. Um, but they'll be playing there, I'm sure. I mean, it should hold more than that. That'll be, you know, plenty. Um, and in Texas, I'm sure it's probably around 20% capacity, something like that. Um, 49,000, call it 50,000. So call it 10, easy math, call it 10%. Wow. That's honestly lower than I thought, to be honest, for in yeah. Texas, but baseball was probably like, Hey, keep it low. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and also just a note, playoffs in baseball currently happening, happening right now. In fact, actually the baseball playoffs this year is pretty interesting. It is a 16 team bracket. Uh, and the AL side of it has already been figured with Tampa Bay moving on, the Yankees moving on, the Astros moving on, and the A's moving on. Um, how about the Astros coming in, and then Carlos Correa just spitting fire at the interview, uh, during his inter- post-game interview. Woo! What an idiot. He's, what a, dude, I don't know. check yourself, man. Hey, he, they, they proved it. You, just, who did you win? They advanced in the playoffs. Everyone thought it was all. Everyone thought they were going to suck now. And he, I mean, he said they thought that they focused way too much on the scandal and not enough on the baseball. And then they won the series. I think you get to flex it a little bit. No, dude. Didn't they beat the Twins? Yeah. Having the Twins lost, what, that was the 18th straight playoff game? Okay, but that's like, Inter- that's so many different playoff teams. Dude. They were the third seed. It's not like they so beat bad. a bunch of scrubs. So bad. 
You got no. Yeah, you have to. Have, you have to. No, I'm. I'm on the opposite side of the fence from you on that one. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, and then the NL side hasn't really been fully um, decided yet, but the Dodgers are fully are are you know in control. They were a game up um, against the Brewers. Atlanta, the Braves have moved on, and the Miami Marlins out of nowhere. They they must have brought back Dontrell Willis because they're up one nothing, <laughs> and the Cardinals also went up one nothing. So there you go. Uh, but that is happening now. Going to be very exciting when we get a little farther into baseball. Okay. Just last story in the, in the news. Just want to say congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup uh, Finals. It was very entertaining. They play a very entertaining, fast-paced type of hockey, so it was fun to watch. You say hockey like people who play hockey say hockey. Do I? You go hockey. Hockey. It's like out. Of, like who's the guy with the long hair and the weird suits in uh, on ESPN? Oh. What is his you, name? You, you say it like him. Really? Yeah, I like it. It's, it's just, good. This is a culture spilling into my. Into <laughs> me, you know. I've watched. Also, I've watched like that much. <laughs> also, Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, worst jerseys in the NHL. Yeah, not great. So, not great. Also not great. weird that they're like they're from Florida and they they won the. <laughs> I don't know. Just I can't get over that. But okay. There we go. That was a lot of good conversations being sparked on by Joe Montana, Doc Rivers, uh, and a couple of knuckleheads that play basketball. But we need to get to the big part of the show, which is one thing and a winner. I only got one thing to say to you. Who do you think you are? I am. You had one job. Just the one. Because I'm here. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose! Good day, sir! Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. One thing and a winner gotta start with last week's results. The results from week three, and I gotta say, it's kind of a rough one for the crew. Kind of a rough (laughs) one for the crew. Um, How about Bales and I both? A seven, eight, and one week. A losing week. That is not what you want. That is, I don't. Rem- it's been a while since we've had a losing week, which shows you how actually how we've been doing pretty well at this, and how this yeah. can happen. Uh, last week, kind of a crazy week. We had another tie, which I hate, and uh, I don't know. Just an. I felt it was an odd week, but really couldn't put my finger on finger on why. Um, here we go. Seven, eight, and one. Smooth, you did a little bit better than us. Eight, seven, and one. So a way to flip that game on a tet. And then the captain came in number one for the week at nine, six, and one. We have to eat crow, man. We uh we called out Captain last week and said he was gonna come back and you know have what he go ten he had ten and six. So he did have a bad week. We were right. But yeah. Uh, he beat all of us. We thought he was gonna come back to to real life ever after having a great week last week, but good on you, uh, Captain, because you you kicked our butts this week. I don't believe you beat us this week. I don't believe he's in first. I I will not eat the crow. On, <laughs> I will not eat crow on this one. Maybe a wing, but that's it. Uh, but we will see who is in first next week. 
Little tease. Yeah. I'm not about that. Okay, but let's get into week four. And actually, uh, we did put this up, but we can talk a little bit about the Broncos at Jets game because it is currently happening. So we don't actually know who the winner is. Um, but you will when, uh, when you listen to this. So, <laughs> Broncos, Jets. Uh, you picked the Jets with Bales, and I picked the Broncos with the captain. Both 0-3 teams. Both kind of an S shell. Um, picked the Broncos just because I was hoping their defense wasn't dead in the wind like the Jets' whole team is. Yeah. Um, if if I didn't... Last Thursday night, right, was a terrible game for Jags, Miami, and then we get married up with this little pretty one uh, this Thursday. Uh, both teams 0-3, Sam Darnold now being checked out. You and I talked about this a little bit before the game, or before yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, I saw, so this is what I saw. This is just yeah. funny on Instagram. Three consecutive posts on Instagram was like this. From the NFL with Sam Darnold scrambling, getting out of sack, scrambling 46 yards for a touchdown. Everybody goes nuts. Uh, I saw Jamal Adams had commented on it on there. You're like, way to go, Sam. I know Patrick Mahomes was commenting on it. The next post was a very prominent radio host that shall not be named on this podcast because no ads. Um, but he was talking about he's known Sam Darnold lover. He was talking about, hey, there you go, Sam. Told you, still got it. It's you know, blah blah blah. It's all the Jets' fault. The very next post was by, like, House of Highlights or something, no ads, uh, and it was Sam Darnold getting sacked and leaving the game. <laughs> it was just the most Jetsy three posts in a row I've ever seen. Unreal. Just walks off. Yeah. And then, and lo and behold, so prayers up to Sam, and then lo and behold, I didn't know who was the uh, Jets' backup quarterback, but good old Ravens legend, Joe Flacco. Super Bowl Flacco. winner. Super Bowl winner. Uh, you can't. Can't take that away from him. Yep. So, so who's who's even man in the head right now for Denver? I don't even know. Some um, Rippin is his is his name. Jeff. I don't know his first name. Something Rippin. Jeff sounds right. He he started as the third string, and uh, they didn't like what they saw last week, so they went to Rippin. <laughs> oh we'll boy. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's kind of hard to pick between two 0 and 3 teams. Like, okay, yeah. you're looking for the tiniest of bright spots in a in the darkness to lead to a win. But let's get into some better teams where we talk about the Saints at the Lions, both one and two teams. Um, yeah. Whoa. Bales takes the Lions. Wow. Like that Kenny Galladay, uh, Stafford connection. The rest of us, we took the Saints. I took the Saints. Um, I think they're a good team that's finding their way. Like Alvin Kamara said, we're going to figure it out and everyone's going to shut up. I agree with him. Yeah. Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah. They obviously have an offense. The defense will come along. They'll get healthy. They'll figure it out. Yeah. They're the New Orleans Saints. They have too much talent not to. Chargers at Bucks. Uh, Bales took the Chargers because he's a Chargers fan. He's got to. We respect the loyalty. The rest of us took the Bucks because they're playing better football. Their defense is playing immaculately right now. And I think mm-hmm. Herbert has looked really good. Like, I'm really excited about Justin Herbert. 
but that defense playing really well. And I, I'm also very excited about Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator for the Bucks. Loved him for a long time, and uh, I think he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna hurt a rookie quarter. Not physically hurt, but he's gonna hurt the pride maybe of just of a rookie quarterback this week. Bring him down to earth. Yeah. How about the Jags, one and two at the Bengals, o oh, two and one. Part of the reason I hate ties is because when I put in people's records, I have to put another one instead of two. I had to put three numbers, and it sucks. Um, first world problems. Jags, one and two at Bengals, o oh, two and one. Uh, we got a split here with Bales and the captain taking the Bengals, and myself and you taking the Jags. Um, I full disclosure. I was on the Bengals. I went Jags, then Bengals, then I was like, nah, back to the Jags. Yeah. What's your one thing for the for this game for the Jags? I choose the Jags because I hate the Bengals offensive line. That's that's why. Oh, so <laughs> little anti pick. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I took. I looked. Looked like DJ Chark is looking like he's going to play, and so I, I gambled with that and uh, went with DJ Chark. The offense for the Jags looked really good every, every week he was in there, and when he was not in there, it looked pretty bad. Uh, yep. The Bengals don't have enough pass rush. They have a pretty bad defense. I think the Jags get right. I think I just think they're a couple steps ahead in the rebuild uh, ahead of the, the Bengals. Um, but it does scare me going against Joe Burrow. Okay, Vikings. Yes. Vikings 0-3 at Texans 0-3. Clean sweep for the Texans here. They looked pretty good against the Steelers last week, and I Deshaun Watson, man. Yeah, he's going to pull some. I would hope he gets something going. Yeah. Against a bad secondary, there you go. Seahawks 3-0 at Dolphins 1-2. We all took the Seahawks. They're rolling right now. They've got some injuries, but it looks like uh, Carson is going to be fine. Chris Carson's going to be fine. Um, Jamal Adams, I don't know if he's going to be back this week, but uh, seem to be in good spirits about it. So they're just playing better football right now. Mm-hmm. They've got mm-hmm. they've got higher goals, and they should win that game. Yeah. Browns two and one at Cowboys one and two. This is interesting. We all took the Cowboys. Um, I just think this that is going to bite us. Good. We're going to all lose. This oh game. yeah, no, <laughs> almost definitely. Or just like last week, where we all took one team against two competitive teams, although they shouldn't have been. They're probably going to tie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bengals, friggin' Eagles, Bengals. Um, but we all took the Cowboys. For me, it's just like the the Browns secondary has not been playing very well, and I think the line holds up enough to give Dak time to eat, pick it apart. Yeah. Zeke's got to play better. Um, uh, Dak play a little bit smarter. Um, they just can't dig themselves in these holes, man. Like they, yeah. they the past two games they come out in the first quarter and really just had or the second quarter, second half. Um, they've had to play from behind. You see the offense is there, but it's just like when you're playing with two quarters or three quarters versus four, you know you put yourself behind the eight ball. Yeah. Um, this is, has kind of an interesting subplot to it that I've been hearing this week. And so, so with Chris Carson that we just talked about, uh, I don't know if you saw, but people started talking about how he got hurt. And it was kind of under a pile in the a defensive lineman for the Cowboys, Tristan Hill, did an extra gator roll uh, and kind of twisted the knee of Chris Carson. And listening to a lot of ex-players this week on different shows and podcasts and stuff, 
They're saying he's got some stuff coming to him. Like, oh, like that's, really? that's outside of the bounds. Like, <clears throat> football players are like a fraternity in themselves because it's such a physical game and anyone can get hurt anytime actually playing within the parameters of the sport. When you go outside the parameters of the sport, it's a big deal. And you hurt yeah. somebody, that's not good. That's not a good look in the fraternity is what they usually call it, like the brotherhood of football players. Because deep down, they're all trying to keep each other healthy because everybody wants yeah. to, everyone to have a good career. They're livelihoods, know. man. That's yeah. how you make a living. It's yeah. not a game anymore. Exactly. Right and that that's what they're all saying. And so they're saying he might get a little bit of comeuppance just oh. from the fraternity. So it's a little subplot to watch in the Cowboys-Browns game. Okay. Uh, how about the Cardinals at the Panthers? Pan- Cardinals two and one, Panthers one and two. Oh geez, I've done what, it again. What's uh, going on there? I've done it. I've done it again. <laughs> this, this is just like my Packers Saints pick uh, from, from last week that yeah. didn't backbite me in the ass. Um, I don't. I'm trying to figure out why I did this. Um, I think it's. You can switch it if you like. I don't. I don't like to do it. I'm just. I, I had a reason when I did it, and now I'm trying to re- remember the exact reason. I just the Cardinals' defense is susceptible. The Panthers actually have a pretty good offense. Like if we're being honest, Robbie, it's they, not their terrible. weapons. They've been putting up good point, good amount of points. Teddy has had one bad week. When they play defenses that have, like when they played the Bucks, they look terrible because the Bucks have a really good defense. But when they play yeah. average to sub subpar defenses, they start to look a lot better and they keep themselves in games. Yeah, I think they can be. I think they they can be sneaky, and I don't think the Cardinals are really set up for that. Um, I like Matt Rule as a coach so far. I think he's done a pretty good job, and so I'm going to roll with an upset here. I don't. I don't hate it, um, but yeah, Matt Matt Rule I like a lot, and yeah. I just. Like we were just talking about injuries, I want everybody to see it to be healthy so we can see the NFL at its best, the best product out on the field. I just can't wait for Christian McCaffrey to come back and and then really that Panthers offense will be so much more dynamic, obviously. But it, it'll be a fun team to watch. I like Teddy. Yeah, um, that's like the coo- that's yeah. a, that's the perfect thing to say is that they're fun to watch because when you have a bad yeah. team, what you want is them to be bad but still fun. They're going to be exactly. bad, still be fun. And that's what it's like. The yeah. Broncos, without Drew Locke, are not fun anymore. Without Cortland Sutton, are not fun anymore. The Jets just aren't – they can't find, ever be fun. Uh, with with Adam Gase, they're not fun. If they get rid of him, they might be. Who knows? But they won't friggin' do it. Um, but the Panthers definitely are a fun subpar team. And I think fun can sometimes lead to a win. Although they have a yep. lot of defensive players out, so that worries me. But let's move on to the Colts at the Bears. Bale's going to roll by himself with the Bears. The rest of us take the Colts. Uh, I don't, he, he's just loving that Foles magic, I, I guess. Visor Foles. Didn't he Changed take it, it visor off? Foles. Oh, did he? Okay, I didn't I didn't know. I think I think he might have taken it off. I don't know. I didn't. We didn't get that game. But, um, yeah, I... I think the Colts are playing pretty well. The, the Khalil Mack is hurt this week. Um, looks like he might not play, and if he does, he won't be 100%. That defense has not impressed me at all, and the offense doesn't impress me in the slightest. I, yep. I just I think they're a fraudulent 3-0 team. Sorry, Lee Cass, but 
I just, <laughs> I, I'm just not ever going to be in on the Bears. And I think the Colts come in and kind of push them around, bully them a little bit. Yeah. Ravens at Washington football team. I like the direction the Washington football team is going, but we're all picking the Ravens. This is going to be a slaughterhouse. A murder, dude. Put that on your pawn, put on your plastic ponchos. Blood's yeah. gonna be flying. Ouch. Uh, a mur. It's cool that you said a murder because what do you call a group of ravens? A murder. It's a, a murder. murder of ravens. Um, Love it. The Giants at the. Make sure I didn't skip a game. Giants zero three at Rams two and one. We all picked the Rams. Like, come on. The Giants are yeah. bad. They're. They're yeah. they're a bad football team. On the uh, on the the re- first reaction show that the captain and I did this week, his his analysis of the Giants consisted of just writing, NYG equals bad exclamation point. That was his analysis. <laughs> it is true. They are pretty bad. The Rams are not. Mm-hmm. Patriots two and one at Chiefs three and zero. Oh. This is another dangerous one that we all took the Chiefs. Going up against Bill Belichick. Uh, but we all took the Chiefs. They're rolling. The thing that really impresses me is their defense is rolling. And they yeah, just played They just played a primarily running quarterback, and they're doing it again. So I think, does that game plan kind of roll over and give them another advantage? Put the clamps on them. Yeah, put the clamps on them. Okay, so we all take them. Bills, 3-0 and at Raiders, 2 <gasps> I know. Oh. When you said that. When you said that about Bales, I was like, oh, I'm a toothpaste trainer. <laughs> you went against but I want your, the win. You went I want the win. against your Raiders. The loyalty is to one thing and a winner over the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> I, I can't say I hate it. <laughs> yeah. um, we all took. I like Josh Allen. We all took. Oh! <laughs> it's so crazy to me when people like Josh Allen now. He's just one over him. the country. Yeah. I can't remember if you were one of his doubters or not. Were what would you would you say you were a Josh Allen doubter or, or uh, not? Not a doubter. I wasn't a, mm. like a high on him either. But uh, all in all transparency, uh, one of my fantasy quarterbacks. So I, I'm loving that train. He's uh, he's bringing me on. So all like in that. chips are all in on Josh Allen. I like that. I actually looked. I went and looked to see if Tremaine Edmonds and uh, I'm forgetting their other linebacker's name for the Bills. Um, Kind of a journeyman. But I went to see if they were both playing. It looks like they're both going to be playing. And my whole big thing was, if they're playing, I don't like Waller. Um, I like mm-hmm. him being shut down a little bit better because Tremaine Edmonds is a freak athlete just like Waller. Um, so I went with them. If if they hadn't been playing, I might have taken the Raiders. Oh. Just, I, they, I don't, they, have, they have a chance. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, I don't hate close. the Raiders in this one. Um, but with them playing, I think they shut Waller down and... They have a lot of receivers out too, the Raiders. So mm-hmm. there you go. Eagles, 0-2-1. And 49ers, 3-0. and We all took the 49ers. The Eagles, I mean, I've, I've spoke. I'm not even going to talk about this game. You go ahead and say your piece. I've spoken so much about the Eagles and Doug Peterson on the reaction show and everything that I, I don't want to do it anymore. Doug Peterson, bad. Eagles, bad. Carson Wentz, question marks all over the place. 49ers. Um, Jimmy G still out. Uh, George Kittle, healthy. Great. He was back at practice yesterday. That's Wednesday. Um, back at practice. So he will be shooting up. So fantasy owners will be happy about that. Um, it'll be a more enjoyable game for the uh, American 
American public to watch with George Kittle in there. Still not as great um, as some of the other matchups, but uh, like you said, Walsh Disney, the 0-2-1 Eagles versus the 3-0 49ers, a landslide, you, myself, Bales, and the captain all go with the 49ers. In the last one, Monday Night Football, Falcons at Packers. Falcons 0-3, Packers 3-0, Packers rolling, Falcons reeling. We all took the Packers. I almost went Falcons here. That was my, I was like, ah, I don't want to be so white bread. I want. I don't want to have, you know, I want to throw some uh, curveballs in there. I almost went Falcons here. Yeah. I just, dude, what happens, if you, you have, it's like they put on the afterburners in quarters one through three, and then the fourth quarter, they forget how to score when they need to. They're like out of gas. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like all NOS right away, and then it's just yeah, like, oh, wait, shit, uh, my car's ruined. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just think they, I don't, like, my big discussion point was like, I don't think they have a plan. They're, they're, <laughs> they're like, they're disjointed, and the Packers just aren't right now, so. Yeah. I think they've got it pretty easy with that. But that is all 15 games. So if it seemed like one less, it's because it is. Um, that is all 15 games of one thing and a winner for week four. We are going to move on. One more thing. Got to help you in fantasy before we get out of here. So let's do that right now. No one cares. But y'all don't say that. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. There you go. Thank you, sir. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, so usually we record on Fridays. Teams have to re- do their like questionable, doubtful, doubtful, and out reports on Fridays. We don't have that because we're recording on a Thursday. So these are the players to keep an eye on health-wise. DeAndre Hopkins didn't practice today with an ankle injury. Kareem Hunt did not practice today. Leonard Fournette did not either. Um, So that'll get to a good matchup for somebody. Um, Jimmy G, Raheem Mostert, those are questionables. Probably no Jimmy G. Mostert is more likely, but keep an eye there. Um, Calvin Ridley just showed up today, so that could be an issue. Make sure you look out for that. DJ Chark, like I said, is kind of like game time. Uh, They're not really sure. And Alan Lazard actually ended up having surgery, uh, core muscle surgery. So he is out indefinitely. I read that today. That's not good. Not good. Um, And so so make sure you keep an eye out on them. Those are guys we highlight for you. This is to help you with your fantasy team. And the other thing we like to do is give you good matchups and bad matchups. These are people that we think could have big days and people that might have a little worse day than you think. Let's get to some of the good matchups. Good matchups. Emmanuel Sanders playing a uh, fairly, not I wouldn't say fairly suspect defense, but the Lions only have the one, they just have Okuda. So uh, if Michael Thomas is back, Okuda will probably be there, which leave Emmanuel Sanders with a lesser corner. And it seemed like uh, Drew Brees started to find him last week. Yeah. Jarvis Landry, we talked about how bad the defense, the defense for the Cowboys is. So Jarvis Landry, potentially, all the, the attention goes to Odell. Jarvis Landry open. James Robinson against a bad Bengals defense. Kendrick Bourne um, with Ayuk being you know, a rookie and 
Debo Samuel potentially not being back this week. Kittle is back, but you can't just throw to Kittle every single time. Could be at least, you know, Kendrick Bourne gets you a touchdown. Leonard Fournette being out. Ronald Jones steps up for the Bucks against a Chargers defense that is playing better against the pass and the run. And then how about Dak throwing for a big day with that offense. And Hunter Renfro, your Raiders boy. Uh, we talked about it. A lot of Raiders receivers out could open up stuff for Hunter Renfro. He showed out last week too. He had a yeah. he had a nice week. Yeah, he's got skill, man. He's gonna he be does. he's gonna be Cole Beasley once Cole Beasley's out of here. I'm totally cool with that. I, yeah. and I I like Cole Beasley. Yeah. Um. So any any of those that you agree with disagree with? Um. I don't disagree with anybody. Nice. Uh, I'd like to see Dak. No, I'm not a Cowboys fan, not a Dak fan, but I would just like to see him get a win. Um, uh, I'm actually going to start Ronald Jones this week, so I like that as well. But no, I think he did a, a great job on those. I agree with all of those. All right. How about some bad match- matchups? This is just maybe downplay the points a little bit. Joe Mixon for at least the second week in, the ro- in a row, if not the third week in a row. Uh, it's just that, like you said it, that line's terrible, and they're not using him. Tyreek Hill against the Patriots. Uh, generally, when the Patriots play the Chiefs, they try and take out Tyreek Hill and they try and take out uh, Kelsey, and they they make them throw to the other guys. Uh, which hey, maybe they, maybe I should have put Watt, Sammy Watkins or Miko Hardman up on the good matchup. Um, but they mm-hmm. they usually do a pretty good job of taking the main two out. Uh, Cam Newton. I don't love his matchup this week. Uh, like we said, playing the Chiefs, they just got done playing a running quarterback and played it very well. So Cam Newton, who's not Lamar Jackson at this point, could have a bad week. Uh, I don't love Josh Allen's matchup this week. Sorry, smooth. Um, but playing the Raiders, they, they've they been a little bit faster this week. They're, defensively, they've been playing a little bit faster and um, they play very aggressively. So I don't know if Josh Allen has the running day that he's been having. And then, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, Darren Waller, I think, could get eaten up this week. Clamped. What do you think about those? I strongly agree with Darren Waller. You saw what he was unable to do last week. Uh, who did he? Who did the Raiders play last week? Patriots. Thanks. Um, it, he, he just got the clamps put on him. Yeah. Uh, and just rendered ineffective. Yeah, so um, not comparing uh, the Bills to the Pats by any means, but um, it was scary to see how quiet Darren was. I thought he was able to – I thought he would be able to um, make some more magic out of it. But, uh, yeah, I think Darren's in for another um, tough week. Okay. All right, well, that is 129. Let's get out of here by plugging a few – Things that we are doing. The NFL Reaction Show that we've talked about is me and uh, the captain. We do that. It's usually Tuesdays. Uh, it might be uh, like evenings Tuesday, so you can listen to it later on Tuesday, or you can listen to it on Wednesday. Let's be honest. If you listen to it Tuesday, it's going to wrap up the, the, the week nicely, day after Monday Night Football. If you listen to it Wednesday... Wednesday's a day that most sports shows, they don't know what to talk about because there's nothing going on. There's no football. It's the day in between the football days. It's after Tuesday Reaction Day. 
and it's before Thursday. So Wednesday's the perfect day that you need filler. We are the filler NFL nice. reaction show every week from the captain and myself. Just go to this same feed from Bold Nonsense and you'll find it. And also, we teased it earlier, quarter poll results for one thing and a winner. That's coming next week. Very exciting. It's always fun just to see where we're at. See who's in, in the lead. That's where the, the S talk usually starts. I can't believe that's going to be a quarter of the way through already, we dude. Are flying. That is crazy. We are flying. <laughs> Every time I keep writing like week four or week three to try and keep up to date, it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, find us on Twitter at bold underscore nonsense and Instagram at bold.nonsense. And if you want to get real personal with it, then go ahead and email us at boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Dot com. Well done, sir. Um, love that read. Very, very good. <laughs> um, expect the show on Saturdays. That's when we get it to you now. Expect the show on Saturdays and Tuesdays. Uh, and iTunes and Spotify are the best places to do that. We also have SoundCloud and iHeartRadio if you'd like to do that more. But iTunes and Spotify. At this point, there's no excuse not to listen. None. We're on the major things. Yeah. Like, if you don't have iTunes or Spotify, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know. May. May. Okay, let's say bye to the people. 129, another great episode. Uh, thank you, Walsh Disney, for letting me come back uh, to work as I will try to make this a more often appearance um but yeah much love to all those fans out there to the senseless out there love having you guys uh, be a part of this um thing that watch disney and i get to do every week we love having you stay stay crazy stay crazy i like that um i'm at watch disney if you love it then love us and love us by maybe going and subscribing or rating or reviewing doing any of those it doesn't take very much um so yeah love us in that fashion also this is bold nonsense this is episode 129 this is your invitation to um very veiled here but keep some thoughts to yourself about things going on in our world politically um because no one cares and this is your invitation to stay senseless we love you very little i hate goodbyes it's over go home go